Hello and welcome to the Trade Focused Podcast, a show for individual traders who love to increase their knowledge, improve their trading, and strengthen their mindset. This is Valerie Fox from the TradeFocus.com website and author of the Self-Reliant Trader Method book. Thanks for being here today. In this episode, episode four of the podcast, I'm going to share my Q4 trading strategies, my fourth quarter trading strategies, but they might not be what you expect. So keep listening for all the details. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode. And please remember, all information presented in this podcast is for educational purposes only, and it is not intended to be financial nor investment advice. All right, with all that said, let's dive into the heart of the episode now. Okay, so the truth about trading in Q4 or quarter four is there are two strategies I want to touch on. The first is the trading component, and the second is the mindset component. So on the trading side, when you trade a strategy with a well-documented trade plan that includes a precise way to qualify, enter, exit, and manage trades, then honestly, nothing really changes for you as you head into fourth quarter. You simply continue to follow your trade plan, looking for fully qualified trade setups that give you an edge based on your historical performance, right? It's all about probabilities over time. So you just continue with the way you've been trading this year, as long as it's been working for you, right? That's it. So perhaps the, you know, in fourth quarter, the quantity of qualified trade setups might change, maybe going up or down in Q4, but, you know, more or less your trading strategy and discipline will not need to change much, if at all, if you have your strategy dialed in headed into Q4. So, you know, there are a few exceptions to this. I'll touch on it briefly. If you're more of an investor or maybe you're trading on larger timeframes, or even if you use more fundamental analysis and things are kind of shifting and changing, actually, as they are right now in our, our uh, trading environments, we have a lot happening on the global economy, which uh, is for a different episode entirely. But if you're a fundamental trader or a sentimental trader, there is a lot happening right now in the world of stocks, exchanges, currencies, um, our, you know, economies, growth, etc. So um, if that's the kind of trader you are, you're probably doing some, you know, year-end additional analyses with new information that's becoming present with each day. But, uh, you know, you may choose to lock in some profits before the end of the year. Or, you know, another component that can happen at the end of the year is perhaps you choose not to trade towards the end of the year, maybe the last week or two when liquidity is low, price movements can stall, basically due to traders around the world taking time off to enjoy the holidays. But in either case, right, if you're a fundamental trader uh, approaching the end of the year, wanting to lock in some profits, um, or if you're choosing not to trade at the end of the year when liquidity is low, price movements stall out. In both cases, this should be part of your core trading strategy and included in your documented trade plan. 
So all I'm saying here on the trading side is just be sure to write it down, right? In terms of your actual trading and your strategy, take a moment to reflect if there's anything different that you do in fourth quarter or if there's anything differently you do and you don't do in fourth quarter in the past that you should do in fourth quarter. And if there is, be sure to incorporate it into your documented trade plan, because if it's something that's meaningful this year, it's going to be meaningful next year. And it should be part of your, your cohesive documented trading strategy, right? And if you don't have a documented trading strategy, I encourage you to write your strategy down on paper or on your computer or wherever you prefer to write it down, right? Uh, in that documented trade plan, you should have not only what you trade, but also when you trade, when you don't trade, how you qualify and identify your high probability outcome trade setups, right? Where are you entering? Where are you exiting both in profit and in loss? And how are you managing your active trades? All of this should be known before you ever enter a trade. And while most, most traders keep this information in their mind, it should be written down so you make sure it's crystal clear to you. And ultimately, so you can make sure that you are trading in a rules-based way and not with your emotions or gut instincts, right? The reason having a documented trade plan is so very important, and I, I will talk about this till I'm blue in the face, right? It's because once you have a documented trade plan, you have these rules that you're operating by, not only does it reduce e emotion and, and honestly eliminate emotional decision-making in trading, but once you operate with a rules-based trading strategy, you can then measure not only your operational excellence in following your rules, uh, you know, people assume because they have a written down strategy that they automatically follow it. Well, I, I promise you it takes um, personal discipline and accountability to stick to those rules once you have them written down, right? Sometimes it's easier said than done to follow your trade plan. So it's one thing to hone in on your operational excellence, making sure you're following your rules. But then what happens when you do that is over time, once you have several trades under your belt for weeks or months or years, obviously, uh, you'll be able to establish consistent results because without a written rule-based trade plan, it can be very difficult to get those consistent results over time. So have a documented trade plan, make sure any modifications to your uh, trading decision-making are accounted for in your written down trade plan, Make sure you follow your rules and then over time by operating in a very consistent way within the marketplace, you'll find yourself getting consistent results. And then, you know, from there, it's about optimize, optimizing your results, right? Making sure your, your losses um, are become less frequent or are smaller in nature and maximizing your profits. Once you have that written down trade plan and the baseline performance, um, consistently over time, then you can start optimizing and, and increasing your profits and all of that, which is a really fun part of trading that a lot of people don't get to because they don't have the written down trade plan. They don't measure their own operational excellence against their trade plan. And then, you know, they don't have that consistency to tweak and measure upon. So I'm very passionate about this. You guys will probably hear me talk about it 
quite often on this podcast, but I promise you using the documented trade plan is huge and vital and critical to building your baseline, measuring, holding yourself accountable for operational excellence, ultimately so that you can improve your strategy to make more money uh, over time. So anyways, take it for what it's worth. That's the trading side, right? Um, now I want to change gears a little bit and share my top two fourth quarter mindfulness strategies. Uh, so this is really about being intentional with how you end the year as a trader, how you end, in case you didn't hear what I said, how you end the year as a trader so you can build and strengthen your mindset which we know is a big deal with trading as we head into the fourth quarter or the last quarter of the year. So mindfulness strategy number one is to reflect on your year-to-date performance. Um, you know, you've had three quarters of trading activity and a lot has happened so far this year, to be frank, right? Uh, so spend some time thinking through and writing down, do a little journal exercise about how your year has gone so far. And this is not only about your profit or loss, right? This is about the entire trading journey for the year so far. And, you know, I'd like to give you a little bit of guidance on this. So I'm going to give you, you know, five questions you might want to ask yourself. So number one, uh, how was my financial performance overall? You know, for the year so far, are you making money? Are you losing money? You know, and personally, I like to specifically calculate you know, the total dollars made or lost so far for the year, and also the percentage gain or lost so far for the year. So basically that's taking your profit or loss dollars divided by the starting balance in dollars of your account at the beginning of the year. And that gives you your percent growth for the year so far. So I like to know those two financial numbers. Uh, the dollars, obviously, uh, I'm here to make money. I like to measure that. Um, and then the percentage makes it more apples to apples. So I can, can compare different time periods in terms of financial performance, even though the dollar amounts may not have been the same with my account size. So anyways, percentage and total dollars. Question number two, did I stick to one strategy or was I trading many different strategies? So go into detail about all that was for you this year with trading. And this isn't coming from a place of judgment or, you know, I should have done this, I should have done that. Why didn't I do that? Um, this is more simply just recounting what was in a factual way. Was I focused on one strategy? Was I a little all over the place? You know, where were you and, and what did your trading look like so far this year? Take note of that. Number three, was I committed to trading and did I treat it more like a business or more like a hobby and why? Right. So again, this is not coming from a place of judgment, but just be real with yourself. Did you just kind of trade when it was convenient, a little willy nilly again, maybe trading with your gut or your emotions, not really having a strategy in place? Or were you serious about trading? Right. Did you spend a lot of time and effort and hard work? Did you spend time back testing? Did you spend time studying? Were you a student of the game? Those are two very different scenarios. And depending upon how you answer that, it might reflect upon your performance, your results, or, you know, some of the things that we're going to talk about next, which is number four, what were my biggest mistakes? Or, you know, I really like to call them lessons so far this year. In other words, 
What have you learned? What's working well? What's not working well? Um, what would you do differently if you could do it again, right? It's important to take note of that. Make sure you're reflecting upon the lessons you've learned so far this year, because a lot has happened in eight months, right? And likewise, question number five, did I make any improvements to my trading strategy, my knowledge base, my operational discipline, or my mindset? You know, perhaps you optimize your entries and exits to, to make more profit on the trades you take, or maybe you learned about the markets that you didn't know about, like maybe you're a stock trader and you took some time to study the Forex market, or, you know, maybe you um, are a Forex trader and you started to learn crypto or, you know, whatever. There's a lot you can learn about or continue to be a student of the game. Maybe from an operational standpoint, you reduced your errors and your mistakes while trading. You know, maybe you focused on following your trade plan and, and honing in and trying to get that operational operational excellence to be flawless. And that was an improvement you made this year. Maybe you've been reading a bunch of books related to trading or listening to podcasts, you know, celebrate how you've improved. I have no doubt you've done some amazing things this year that you're not giving yourself credit for, right? Because it's human nature to be super critical of ourselves. But we need to celebrate, we need to recognize our achievements. So take some time to celebrate all the ways you have improved. So after you've done those five questions, then that takes us to mindfulness strategy number two, which is to finish Q4 strong. So after taking time to reflect on your year to date, it's the perfect time to put together a simple, focused plan for how you want to finish Q4 in a strong way. So, you know, now's not the time to let off the gas pedal, right? No matter how close or far away you are from your annual goals, do not let off the gas pedal, right? We still have a fourth of the year left, a whole 90 days, and you can do a lot in 90 days. So let's take your lessons learned and your year-to-date progress. Take time to do that reflection. That's really important. And then determine what you want to do in Q4 to be really proud of yourself at the end of the year, right? What I'm talking about here really is just building your year-end 90-day plan. So don't let this be an overwhelming exercise. If you've never done this before, you might be like, oh my gosh, Valerie, this, just even thinking about it really <laughs> makes me a little overwhelmed. I, I don't even know what you mean, right? So let me share some more details. So the idea is to keep it simple your 90-day plan, make sure it's something you can actually achieve, right? Meaning it's something that you can influence or control. Um, and think about, you know, just where you want to be at the end of the year. And then from there, you list one to three things that you can physically do to help get yourself there. They're like little milestones along the way to getting yourself there. So, you know, since everyone is at a different place in their trading journey that's listening to this podcast, you know, we probably have some people who are brand new to trading. We also have people who have a lot of years of profitability under their belts. So I'm going to share an example of what this might look like on each end of that uh, experience spectrum, so to speak. So on the newbie trader side, perhaps you've been a little all over the place this year, right? That shiny object system, system jumping, or just simply exploring trading uh, as someone who's new to it. You know, if this is you, maybe your 90-day focus might be to, you know, identify a strategy that you want to commit to trading, right, by the end of the year. 
So those one to three actionables to get you there might be, you know, one, to do some thorough research and officially decide which market you're going to trade, right? All right stocks, options, futures, Forex, crypto. Um, what do you want to trade and why? And making sure that that's the right thing for you. Number two, you could do some thorough research and again, decide which style of trading you want to do. For example, you know, weighing the pros and cons of scalping versus day trading versus swing trading. What does it mean for your availability and, and how much time you are able to spend at the computer each day? Uh, you know, really understanding the implications of those different types of trading approaches and which one's going to be the best fit for you so that you can set yourself up to be successful. And number three, you know, maybe you are like, I'm going to get my trade plan documented. You know, I'm going to decide what market I'm going to trade. I'm going to pick the trading style. And I'm also going to end the year with a documented trade plan. So do you see how those three action items are in your control and very doable within 90 days? You know, by the end of the year, you'll know which market you're trading, what kind of approach you're using, and you'll have an actual written down trade plan. You can print, have next to your computer, literally check, check, check. You can do it, right? And so if this is you, uh, I have no doubt you would be proud of your progress in Q4 if you went from being, you know, a little bit unfocused or maybe a system hopper uh, as a trader to, you know, a trader with a specific strategy. That would definitely be a strong finish to the year for you. And on the experienced and profitable trader side, let me give you an example. So perhaps maybe your 90-day focus is to make the most of your trading time and effort. And, you know, therefore you want to optimize your trading strategy so you can make more money with the trades you're taking. You know, if this is you, the one to three action items might be something like, number one, um, brainstorm a list of ways you could have potentially managed your trades a little differently to squeeze out even more profits, right? By either maybe reducing your, your losses, increasing your, your profit targets, um, minimizing your periods of drawdown, etc. Number two, then you could backtest a couple of your ideas. So you come up with a couple ideas in item one, then you test them on number two. You go back to the trades you took, see if they would have actually produced a more profitable result over the multiple trades you took so far this year, and then compare it to your actual results, right? And then number three, update your documented trade plan with any new trade management rules based on your backtesting. This is called optimization, right? These are all actionable steps within your control that you can check, check, check off your list at the end of the year. And you better believe you're going to be super pumped that you just optimized your strategy so that you ultimately have the potential to squeeze more profits out of your trades with your newly improved trading strategy in the years ahead. So those are, of course, just two examples, but I hope it gets your brain turning with simple 90-day action plans that have an overall focus point with one, two, maybe three actionable items that you can do that fall underneath of them. So in summary, the way I approach Q4 is simple. From a trading perspective, make sure you have a written down trade plan. If you don't have one, write it down. And if you're doing anything differently in Q4 with your strategy 
or you feel like you should be doing something different in your strategy, make sure you're incorporating it into your trade plan. Number two uh, is mindfulness tip number one, which is reflecting on your year to date, going through those five questions. So if you miss those or you want to write them down, feel free to go back to that in earlier in this episode. And then number three is finishing Q4 strong with a 90 day action plan and one to three simple steps below it. So um, giving yourself that plan to feel super proud and to finish strong at the end of the year. Hope you enjoyed that. We've reached the end of another episode of the Trade Focus Podcast with Valerie Fox. I hope you enjoyed the content and key takeaways. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please leave a comment, rating, or review. And if you'd like to connect with me or get a copy of my book, simply head to my website, www.tradefocused.com. Cheers to your trading success, and I'll see you in the next episode.